Acme, make sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today. To have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store delivery or drive-up, Acme's got you covered. Plus, rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods Local Flavors. It's another edition of Patty and the Millennials. I'm Patty Jackson. Fascinating conversation, and we are so glad that you're joining us. We've got Kim Reed, Lisa Collins, we've got Lexi, we've got Fleek, we've got Dexter. Dexter is a part of the crew, y'all. Yes. We got producer Tam, we got Chocolate Divinity, and we've got Janine Speaks. We've been talking about racism for the past couple of weeks. And then we were confronted with this incident with Roseanne and not only just Roseanne, but people becoming emboldening. Do you think what happened with Roseanne was a teachable moment? Teachable? No. Um, I think because we've been having these moments for a long time. Um, I am glad that some uh, corporation like ABC is finally taking a stand and saying, you know what? We're not having this. And the woman who decided to cancel the show was the one who was like, uh-uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I loved how sickening people became after that. But actually a lesson. No, because we've had those incidences all the time. I'm just ready for them to constantly rack up because I want to know who else is thinking that way behind closed doors. And I want it to come out so we can continue to boycott and kind of get this stuff over with because it's sickening. See, I don't think Roseanne was ever behind closed doors. I don't know what anybody else saw, Mm -hmm. but I always saw that in her. I never watched that show. I didn't watch it back in the 90s. And when they did the reboot, I refused to tune in because I'm not down with what she's into. Mm -hmm. And I was never going to support that. So I don't think we learned anything from her. She just continued to show who she really was. And people were finally accepting Mm -hmm. her for what she really is. Mm -hmm. Well, when I, I use the term learn, not so much Roseanne. But people seeing this happen, ABC taking a swift action and realizing, oh, no, you about to mess up everything. So that's what I mean when I said the teachable. So $45 million done from Roseanne because she brought in the viewers and the advertisement. ABC could have cared less about $45 million, which is a lot of money. They took a powerful stand. Last night, I had an opportunity to witness the taping of everyday racism in America. Mm-hmm. Valerie Jarrett did say it was a teachable moment, but I agree with you, Shereen. This is not a teachable moment. This is a moment where the gavel has been banged because what is happening is we have a leader, unfortunately, who makes yeah. this type of behavior okay, and it isn't. And so what is now happening is people are feeling comfortable, but now we are really taking a stand and networks are not having it because that affects not only the people that we who are viewing, but also the people in the communities of which we are talking about in this negative genre. So, well, people, I think they are getting emboldened. Yesterday, um, I did a Facebook live and it got thousands on that. I was really mad. And people, they were calling me Aunt Jemima. This is what people were saying. Because the trolls will find you out. Oh, absolutely. They called me Aunt Jemima. I should be fired from what I'm saying. And I was like, no. 
We're not going to stand by quietly and let this happen where we're persecuted. Mm-hmm. Really? No. Roseanne should have got out it when she did the slander sure against did. Jewish people. Mm-hmm. That's right. Doing yeah, as Hitler right. in the that's oven. Right. That's right. That was, mm-hmm. that was really crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're out there. Now, I, I, I just want to switch topics a little bit. When social media goes too far, going to come to you, Lexi, when social media comes too far. Do you think we're in an era? Because now the Sixers president is in trouble for doing some crazy stuff on Twitter. When does social media just go too far? A a lot of times. And I think what's happening is in this whole debacle with um, Roseanne is probably an example of that. But what you're seeing is people pushing the envelope more because they can hide behind social media. So we used to see it happen a lot via email um, when techno- technology started to advance a little. But it goes too far when you make a decision to use your voice or, or your outlet to diminish the quality of life for somebody else and to be demeaning and degrading. And that's when it goes too far. So when you're asking yourself the question, yes or no, it's usually if I wouldn't want somebody to do this to me or I wouldn't want someone to do this to me, whoever you care about. That's when it's going too far. But people do kind of hide behind those things as well. And I think it's also been kind of made okay with our current climate. I had to block about 10 people mm-hmm. this morning based upon a tweet that I did yesterday wow. um, about everyday racism. I was called the N-word. I was called all types of derogatory names. And I said, here's where we are. And so finally, there was one individual that said... This conversation cannot be one-sided. We have to engage white people the right way. To And I thought that at first I looked at it side-eye like, wait a minute. Right, I'm like, but you know what? <laughs> but but no, because based upon of all of these, all of the commentary that I read this morning, and I was, ooh, I was pissed, and I had to go to work and show up the right way. But when people are out there with such venom, about racism, there is a deep-rooted issue of not only misery, but people just think that it is sweet like that, that they're able to talk to African-Americans, black people, any kind of way. So for those people that came at me crazy this morning, pass the mic. <laughs> I, I think um, social media is definitely taking it too far. Anytime I can just sit back at work or at home and have an opinion about someone mm-hmm. else's life, a person that I've never met that I don't know, it's going too far. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday when I saw the Roseanne thing, I saw her apology and she's like, don't defend me. I don't need to be defended. I agree with that. You don't. But then I'm looking at the comments and I see people who I have no idea who they are. They're defending her. They're saying like all types of stuff. And I'm talking back to them. And it's like, Dexter, you've taken it too far. Yeah. Like you need to back up because mm-hmm. this is not your problem. Just move back and let it go. So mm-hmm. definitely taking it too far. It gets you like wrapped up. It's like you have to it's like you yeah. have to respond when you really don't. And I saw a tweet yesterday. Somebody was like, well, we can't blame Roseanne because she doesn't know what's racist. It was not based on what like the president will will tweet. Well, yeah. uh, right. Exactly. I'm exactly. But she says and I posted this on my entertainment page because she's like, I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. So she still thinks like it's a joke. Like it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah, bad taste, I think, is is the least of, of what that was. And I was almost ready for her to try to say, oh, somebody took over my, her, my Oh, no, no. Page. It came out this morning. She yeah. said that she was on Ambien. Yeah. Yeah. Six, you said Ambien was the reason why she put the post. Now, granted, Ambien's a strong dog. I was hallucinating on Ambien at one point in time. But I ain't hallucinating talking crazy out my mouth. Like, I, people have these underlying ways about them. People have these things that, you know, like, you know, 
because they're in the entertainment industry, they feel like they need to suppress their real feelings because they don't want to offend anybody. But these natural thoughts are in themselves and they don't want to sit there and put that out there because they're scared of the reputation that's going to precede them. But it's like, I, like you said, and like we said in past podcasts, I'd rather see who you are a hundred percent versus waiting until you accidentally slip up and now you're trying to backtrack and, and undercover and cross over just to save your career. No, show us who you really are. You'll still have a fan base because there's still people that agree with you and believe in the things that you're saying. But you need to understand that you can't be sitting here attracting a market, attracting a demographic of people that are here to watch your shows when you're not really here for them, when you're not really here to sit there and help the people and promote the people. So, no, I I can't. mm -mm, Roseanne, sit down. Have several seats. But here's the thing that was interesting. Somebody brought up on social media that last week all the folks were saying, oh, NFL players mm-hmm. want to kneel. They should be fired. Right. And then when Roseanne gets into trouble, oh, it's too. Why would they fire her? That's unfair. You no, can't no, no. have can it both ways, up. baby. It's one or the other. So she put herself out there. It's on her. Take that hit. Yeah. If you feel that way, feel that way. Stand by your convictions. Don't back up. Don't back up when it gets tight. Listen, just be who you're going to be. See, I also have a question when it comes to these CNN representatives, because sometimes you see these debates and, you know, when they're arguing with Donna, where they're arguing with Angela and you mm-hmm. see like, like, you know, the, the derogatory oh, okay. turns that they come out with people. I'm like, they're not getting persecuted for any of these things. They're not getting in trouble. Nobody's sitting there coming at them saying like all the things they're saying is racist when it's blatantly put on television. So I'm trying to understand how much of this Roseanne situation is it going to take for other people to look at other media outlets, other journalists, other public figures before saying something about their racism. They're right. racist acts. That's right. Be honest. It's, no, it's just nothing that I can say that no one else has been saying for generations. Quite honestly, I'm just tired of talking about it. I really am. People, the r- true racist out there, just keep outing yourself. We can X mm-hmm. you and on to the next mm-hmm. one. I'm just I'm just over it because if somebody is a hardcore racist, there's nothing that you can say that's going to change their opinion. Mm-hmm. And you see it every day on social media. You can spit facts all you want to to these people, but you will have that troll that just will say something reckless and doesn't care. So just keep out on yourself so we can keep it moving. One of my favorite things I heard yesterday came from Latoya when we we saw the the whole the story break about Roseanne and like the the cast being fired and she said, "You know what? That cast needs to meet her outside." For me, like that was really powerful because it's like you're causing other people money. Like you, like like your actions are. It's not just you. It's Mm -hmm. bigger than that. And like when she said that statement, it's like you know what? If I'm affected by this and I don't speak up before, like I'm going to have to deal with the consequences. Versus if this is something that's not cool for me, I'm not going to be on this show with you anymore. Like I'm going to pull myself out before I let you drag me down. But I'll be honest. um, That that whole take on it is the same way I feel, and I. Sorry if this offends anyone, but about the whole all lives matter mm-hmm. piece yeah. is it's the same thing. It's like mm-hmm. it it all lives matter until it's your son, mm-hmm. till it's your brother, yep. till it's your father who's on the ground, arms pent behind their back. That's when it matters. And so it can't just be situational or circumstantial only when it applies to you that you want to take a stance. Because it's true if in the question I would have for the cast, too, if she hadn't gotten fired or lost, would y'all still be upset with her? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do have to make sure that you honor your convictions, but hold people accountable to what's right. But really, has anyone else in the cast spoke up about it? Oh, God. So, yeah. oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, they, spoke, they spoke up about it. They, okay. they, they did. They did, yeah. you know, you speak up about it. it. And Wanda Sykes left, who was yes. part of the yeah. the cast. She left um, before the She is also <laughs> lashed out at co-workers who she says 
threw her under the bus. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because you can go on with this racism conversation forever. forever. Mm-hmm. I promised yeah. you guys a little kind of like sex talk. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Kinda. 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 Because I'm looking at the clock. Should a woman be judged for her body count? Am I saying it right, Chief? Oh, Oh, numbers. (laughs) (laughs) You gave it the hood. The hood terminology. We got it. Okay. We got you. Should a woman be judged by her numbers? (laughs) (laughs) Change the voice inflection. I mean, I mean, it really depends on what that number is. Like, if, you know, if I'm being completely, if I'm being completely honest with you, I'm never gonna say to a woman like, "Oh, like, what's your number?" Like, I wouldn't do that. That's that's, that's very that's very childish, I think, to, to ask a person that. But if I know that you're up in your 30s and your 40s and you're only in your 20s, we have a problem. Like, you can't be with me. Like, I, I I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna judge you or whatever. But you're not the woman for me. I think you've. You've you you you've, you've too much experience for me. So we should lie. Well, you know, J. Cole said, "Hey, you know, if a woman says she about four or five, multiply. then you got to multiply by three. I don't, so, I don't agree with that. Um, well, uh, what I'm what, but what I think is saying is that that sometimes because of that position, women will say, "Oh, maybe like one or two because it's a double standard. If you know that I've had, you know, my numbers, um, and I know my numbers, and they're in the double digits, and how far in the double digits, and I'm not the woman for you, but you don't even have, you haven't heard my story, had a chance to understand. Mm-hmm. I have to lie. You're encouraging me to lie. So, would you rather have her lie or tell the truth? You could tell the truth, but you have to realize that you're not for me. If that number is over twenty, twenty, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about fifteen, it's a, bit, it's a bit much. What is the number? <laughs> What? What, for the what's what's the number that's like no. first? How, how will you know? How will you know she lied though? She could say first of all, you know, I'm I'm too grown to be playing these yeah. games. If we're having yeah, a nice dinner and you ask me this damn question, the train stops here, sir. Yeah, we're yeah. done. We are too grown, and I'm not yep. saying I've. I've, I mean, I've lived, but I ain't no damn hoe. <laughs> but a wise woman once told me, you haven't lived life unless you had a couple whole moments. My turban coming apart. Shereen, I know, wow. I learned something today. Go ahead, Shereen. And Dexter, my question is, what is a good number for y'all? Because I think sometimes you guys forget get that women are human too so we have a sex drive too and we don't always just want to only have sex just because we're in a relationship sometimes i want you to come give me what i need and be gone (laughs) and sometimes if i if if i chose somebody after taking my time but sometimes no matter how how much time you choose they still ain't right i'm gonna move on to the next but do that mean that you know i gotta always use a vibrator no so i'm just curious about what is that number that's just that's okay because like we're not disposable i don't think there's an actual just number that you could just throw out but if the situation that you just said though like i think that's a perfect example but if you can't find the right guy 30 40 times like i for me that's just a problem. <laughs> but what if it's not about finding the right guy what if it's just about having just as much fun because and you gotta remember women we don't even reach our sexual peak until we're 40, in our exactly 40, 40, if you fall off the horse you're supposed to get back or bite <laughs> Well, something. You fall off. Well, 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 
but it's none of it's really I, in, in my opinion because I'm folded fine. And it's none of your <laughs> business. None of your yes. business. Thank Don't you. ask me because you know what? At the end of the day, I'm sorry, Dex. Y'all cannot handle it. Mm-hmm. You cannot handle number. You can't handle if I say one. Yeah. You can't handle if I say three. So if I said, which is not my number, 34, then you will have a problem regardless. So guess what? It's none of your business and I'm not telling it. Fair. First of all, I don't feel like any real man wants to know how many men have come or the the level of man that comes before him so for me i'm like if you're asking me that question sir you've got a lot of growing to do because men love to put their women on a pedestal is it unfair yes but do know to a real man there was nothing before him and there will be nothing after him and i feel like women we don't ask men these questions like i don't don't, care I don't, I don't want no. to assume that our numbers are high. No, we don't no, assume. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Pat, you didn't know what you were getting into when you started this conversation. But no, we don't assume. I think, and I was just about to say that. We'll I was like, I think the more important That's question, it. instead of you asking me what's my body count, what's my number, check Jesse Reyes on body count, by the way. Um, But what before you ask me that, what are your STD checks like? Yes. When was the last time you got a, a, uh, HIV tested? Like, I think those are more important conversations that you need to have versus what your body count is. Because you could have one and still have HIV. You know that, right? And honestly, I'm judging more of your grade of woman. If we out to dinner and you or some dirty looking chick walk by and you tell me, oh, that was my ex. I'm looking at you like, well, damn, do you see me as dirty? I know I wash on the regular. Hey, well, listen, the number I'm interested in is your credit score. We I, listen. I don't care, but you, your number means nothing. You got good credit. You got <laughs> you got good sense. What's your IQ? Yeah, my my thing is that's not. I'm with you, Kim. It's nobody's business. And if you're asking me that question, bye. It's over. <laughs> Forget bye. about it. We ain't talking. See ya. Well, <laughs> as the baby boy, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to a Chris Rock joke. That I actually told Bobby Brown. I told Bobby Brown this. Chris Rock says you never admit over four men. Mm. And you definitely don't talk about the time you slept with Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I told Wait. Bobby Brown that joke and he fell out. That's, That's one of hilarious. my favorite Wait, mm. Chris Rock mm. jokes. And I, I, I'm, I'm the baby boomer. I says you don't say over four. Ladies, thank you. <laughs> See, we got the mixture here. I'm the baby boomer. We got Gen X. We got millennials. And it is fascinating conversation. Find us where we live at WDASFM.com. Download the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, you can find us on iTunes for free. Crew. That's what I got to say. Crew. Thank you so much, Patty and the millennials. Our digital Content producer is Latifa Wadi. I'm Patty Jackson. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Patty and the Millennials. Acme makes sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today to have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store, delivery, or drive-up, Acme's got you covered, plus rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors.